Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday, the 27th day of January 2023, your date 1272023. We're ramping it up for a really neat weekend coming up between championship horse racing and championship football. And of course, last night they crowned the best and the champions in Thoroughbred Racing of 2022. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. Covering the world on the Internet, as you know, we do many different streaming platforms that you can grab, like our website, streaming at our website, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, or your devices, your iPhone, Androids. Get your KSHP app. Put the app on the device, and you can hear us now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting. So, however, wherever, whenever, welcome to the show on this Friday, day 27 of January 2023. Well, here in Las Vegas, looking out the studio window at about 10 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time, it is clear, sky is clear as a bell, blue, beautiful, sun shining, bright. Ground is finally dried out, but it's still cold. 36 degrees right now, 10 minutes after 7 a.m. here in Las Vegas. 36, just 4 degrees above freezing. So it's cold out there. And we'll get up to 59 degrees today. That's the span of your temperature for today. Going to be that way, uh, of course, uh, tomorrow, same thing, almost ditto. And then Sunday, we will get up to 61 degrees at least. So in case you are planning the weekend to jet on out or motor on out sometime today to enjoy the weekend here, that's the weather. But it's always fast, firm, and perfect in the race and sports books where there'll be plenty of action with the big racing day tomorrow, the Pegasus World Cup at Gulfstream Park. And, of course, on Sunday, the NFL Conference Championships between the NFC 49ers and Eagles, and the AFC, Bengals and Chiefs, winners of those matchups, will go on to the Super Bowl. So a lot of great stuff happening. And while we are expecting some championship performances, both in pigskin and horsehide tomorrow, we looked back last night to the champions of 2022 in Horse Racing's Academy Awards, known to us as the Eclipse Awards last night. A fantastic, classy presentation of the Eclipse Awards last night from Breakers in Palm Beach, Florida. And the uh, all of the presenters and all of the uh, hosts and announcers, etc., did a fantastic job, dressed to the nines, as they should be on a night when we recognized the very best in our sport just like they do with the Academy Awards. And so last night, 
The hardware was distributed, and here's how it went. The, now, there were 258 votes that you can get for each category. 258 voters voting. The membership of 258. Uh, and I am humbled to be uh, one of those members to vote. So here's how it went. Mail Sprinter. Elite Power wins that with 108 first place votes of the 258. Female Sprinter. Goodnight Olive garnered 228 first place votes to get that award. The Turf Male. And this was pretty interesting because you had a uh, outstanding three-year-old and a whole bunch of older horses in this same group. But the three-year-old won it. The Irish Bred Modern Games won the Turf Male Eclipse Award with 189 first place votes. Turf Female. This was a category that was well spread as well. Regal Glory ekes out the win with 96, just 96 first place votes. Regal Glory, turf female. The next one, the three-year-old male was one of the maybe two categories that were not, in many terms, automatic. Because you had modern games, uh, as far as a three-year-old. And you had the Derby winner, Rich Strike. And you had Cyberknife, who won, uh, you know, grade one races enough to get the votes. And Taba, who came on late. But the horse that won the three-year-old male was the horse that had the best body of work for the entire year, and that was Epicenter. Epicenter wins the three-year-old male Eclipse Award with 155 first-place votes. The three-year-old Philly division, eh, not so big, not so much. This was a, almost an automatic, and it was. Three-year-old Philly went to Nest, who got 238 of the 258 first-place votes. Now we get to the humans. For trainer of the year, well, you had... Steve Asmussen, who broke a record. You got William Belmont, had a big, big year. Brad Cox had a big year. John Sadler trained Flightline. And, of course, the guys with the big barns and the uh, arsenal of uh, graded, graded horses, Chad Brown and Todd Pletcher. In the end, Todd Pletcher wins the Eclipse Award again with 108 first-place votes. While Chad Brown was close, got 95. Todd Pletcher, trainer of the year. As far as the apprentices, the apprentice that um, that did most of the work on a big circuit of Aqueduct won it. Apprentice Jose Antonio Gomez gets the Apprentice Jockey of the Year, the Eclipse Award with 112 votes. As far as the jockeys came down to the final of uh, three of them again, I read Ortiz Jr., Flavian Pratt, and Joel Rosario, although mention was uh, there for Jose Ortiz, Luis Saez. And so in the end, I read Ortiz Jr. gets it again with a monster year and a record year of graded stakes wins. I read Ortiz Jr. wins the Eclipse Award with 218 first place votes. As far as the breeder, Godolphin with 182, and the owner, Godolphin with 195. So Godolphin wins both Owner and Breeder Eclipse Awards from last year. Two-year-old Philly won by Wonder Wheel. Of course, won the Eclipse uh, for that category with 240 votes after winning, of course, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. Two-year-old male, same deal here. The Eclipse goes to the Breeders' Cup Juvenile winner, Forte, with 243 first-time votes, two-year-old male. The steeplechaser, Hewick, with 113. The older dirt female, won by the Breeders' Cup Distaff winner in that tremendous driving finish, Malathat. She got 241 of the 258 first-place votes. 
The older dirt male. This was just a knockdown, you know that. Flightline wins that. But he did not get as many of the first place votes as um, Malathat did. He got 240 first place votes, just one less than Malathat winning the older dirt female. But in the end, the horse of the year, and what a presentation it was when they presented the horse of the year final and made the announcement, they didn't even have to open the envelope. They just said, everybody say it at one time. They gave the countdown, three, two, one, and everybody yelled out, Flightline, and Flightline was the 2022 Horse of the Year with 239 first place votes. And that's how the Eclipse Awards went last year. I mean, for last year, last night. All righty, on today's show... Well, we've got uh, our handicappers, Jonathan Ardoon's down there at Gulfstream. He's going to give us the latest there. Rich Eng, John Lindo, and Jerry J, because we do have Santa Anita and Aqueduct both running today. And, of course, your racing menu still to come. And so taking a look at the weather across the country for today, with no cancellations posted as of yet for today's racing. So we have 13 tracks on our racing menu without any defections. Up and down the Pacific Coast is clear. Gulf Coast, clear. Atlantic Coast, clear. Southwest and the South and the Southeast, clear. The Plain States are clear. The only thing we got going is snow up there in Idaho and Montana and parts of Utah and a lot of snow just west of the Great Lakes area in Wisconsin and Illinois. A couple of patches here and there in western Pennsylvania and West Virginia. Some action there in uh, New York, western New York. But uh, for all intents and purposes, pretty good racing for around the country. And as far as Aqueduct, the Big A today, well, it'll be sunny and 40 degrees there. Now, as far as the temperatures, 73 in Miami, 71 in L.A., 43 in New York, and Chicago 36. Oh, man. All righty. We're going to go to our first break. And when we come back, we got your racing menu. And then off with Jonathan Ardoon, Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J to kick off this, this fun weekend coming up with championship performances awaiting both in pigskin and horsehide. Don't go away. We're looking at it Las Vegas style. Bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on race day and uh, taking a look at just some of the headlines hey, i gotta tell you what is it like in a week and a half two weeks Three jockeys now have reached the career plateau of 2,000 career victories. Remember that we were waiting for Junior Alvarado to reach that plateau? And before that, Tyler Gaffleone got his 2,000th win. Then a couple of days later, Junior Alvarado got his 2,000th win. Well, yesterday, 
They say it comes in threes. It did. Florent Garot posted his victory number 2,000 when he won with Warrant in the fifth race yesterday at the fairgrounds. Congratulations, Florent Garot, for hitting the 2,000 career win mark. Okay. By the way, uh, for the second time in two years, New York uh, legislature has introduced a bill that would allow online gambling operations in the state to offer fixed odds bets, fixed odds wagering in New York. So we'll see how that goes through. How many, um, you know, politicians need that brown envelope? Uh, Trainer Richard Baltus launched an appeal of uh, one-year suspension issued by the California Stewards last month for violations, and uh, he's waiting that, his one-year appeal there. And uh, for all intents and purposes, that's just about all of the news that uh, we have to offer you today. So let's get started with the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Center's racetracks around the country. Reminding you, first post times on this show reflect that of the Pacific time zone because we are here in Las Vegas. We are race day Las Vegas. We come from Las Vegas. And Las Vegas is in the Pacific time zone. So these would be the first post times to roll out in our race books today. If you're listening on many different platforms that we have, however, wherever, whenever, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. So you don't miss anything, like I miss mom and dad, okay? First post times in the menu are that of the Pacific time zone. Want to remind you just a little bit, though, about some betting opportunities. Today at Golden Gate, they have a mandatory pick six jackpot payoff. Mandatory today. Tomorrow, a big day of racing at Gulfstream. You know that. People will be pumping in, trying to hit that jackpot, but... If there is no single winner tomorrow on Pegasus Day, on Sunday, there'll be a pick six jackpot mandatory payoff at Gulfstream Park. So there you are. There you have it. Here's your menu for today, if indeed you are ready. Here we go. We begin with Gulfstream Park. Yep, on the eve of Pegasus World Cup Day, Gulfstream Park has 10 races today. The cash in the pick six jackpot today at Gulfstream Park, $560,892. However, if you happen to snag it as the only ticket winner today, they'll pay off three quarters of a million dollars. $750,000 guarantee for a single ticket today in the jackpot. Cash in there, though. The cash is in there is at 560,892. 10 races today at Gulfstream with a first post time of 9:10, 9:10 a.m. Pacific time. Laurel Park is next. They have a pick 6 jackpot carryover. $3,891. First post time for 9 races at Gulfstream is at 9:25. Then we have Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has 9 races. And their first post time at Tampa Bay today is set at 9.30. 9.30 first post Tampa Bay for their nine-race card. After that comes Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Now they say at the Aqueduct today it's going to be sunny. 40 degrees at post time. Track is fast. No carryovers, but the first post time is at 9.50 for their eight-race card today at the big A. Oaklawn Park is next. They have nine races today. 10.30 is their first post time. Fairgrounds in New Orleans. Just eight races today at the fairgrounds. And their first post time at the fairgrounds today is set at 11.15. Sunland Park, if it's Friday, it's quarter horse racing. It is. Nine races at Sunland today, all quarter horses. First post time is 11.25, 11.25 at uh, Sunland Park today. Next comes Santa Anita. Santa Anita. First post, 12.30. Santa Anita's pick six rainbow jackpot carryover, $198,088. $198,088 in the carryover in the pick six jackpot today at Santa Anita. 
Their first post time for their eight races again at 12.30. 12.30 first post. Now, Golden Gate, as we said, they have a mandatory pick six jackpot payout today. So the jackpot provision comes off. They're going to pay out all the money to the best tickets today, whether it's one or 100. Don't matter. Now, the pick six jackpot going into today is $54,818. It is a 20-cent base bet, and it goes out the door today with the best tickets. It all goes eight races, Golden Gate, first post time, 1245. Then you get to Delta Downs. They have nine races. Their first post time is 250. Five minutes later, you get to Turfway Park. Turfway Park has eight races today. They had the highest payoff in the nation yesterday. The pick six jackpot for 20 cents paid $79,450 yesterday at Turfway. So today at Turfway Park, there's still a super high five carryover. Regular super high five carryover, by the way. That's $3,390. First post time at uh, Turfway Park today for eight races, two fifty-five. Then we go to Penn National, Penn Nat. Seven races today at Penn National. And their first post time with a super high five jackpot carryover of $3,043 is set at 3 p.m. Finally, Charlestown. Charlestown races. Pick six jackpot carryover, $28,157. Nine races at Charlestown and a first post time of 4 p.m. And that is your menu of racetracks. Setting it up for the weekend on this Friday. Okay. Let's go to Jonathan Hardoon standing by there. Jonathan, boy, I'll tell you what, he doesn't need a coat today. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine. You're sitting in 73-degree weather, huh, buddy? Yeah, it's a little overcast, but uh, the marine layer, I guess, will burn off soon, and the sun will be shining Shining, uh, the sun will be shining bright on your old South Florida home today. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that is Ralph. I'd like I'd like to know who didn't vote for Flightline last night. I guess there were four obsessions, uh, whatever an, they call it, and four yeah. people voted actually for other horses. Uh, those people have to hand in their their right to vote. I mean, listen, if you can't get Flightline right, then you you really don't deserve a vote. Right, because Flightline. Uh, in all due respect, the people who won the one vote for Malathat didn't run against Flightline, but you know that he was better than her, although she had a one hell of a season and got the rightful Eclipse Award for her division. But Life is Good got a vote, and Flightline spanked him big time in the big race of the year. And Country Grammar got a vote as well, and all I can think of is maybe... Uh, a good friend of Bob Baffert bet, voted for that horse. I don't know. But in any case... Uh, and I think Jackie's Warrior also got a vote, and Jackie's Warrior didn't even get a, a vote for Sprinter. So it, it's just, you know, I mean, some people are just silly, I guess. I guess. I don't know. All I know is uh, he I got... I mean, it's an honor. Listen, Ralph, they got 258 people have the right to vote. You yeah. should take it seriously. You I know? do. I mean, that's, that's a select group. I know you do. I do. I mean, it's mean... a select group. I take it seriously, and I, I don't even look at uh, the packet they send me until after the Malibu stakes, because they instructed us to wait until the Malibu, and after all, table won that. So if you were leaning towards one horse or another as far as three-year-old, uh, that made a difference. But yeah, you got to sit down and take it this seriously. These people work hard, and uh, certainly a, a lot of money at stake, that's for sure. And the horses, in the end, except for, the of course, the uh, awards for humans, the horses, in the end, are the ones that uh, their performances, body of work, for the year should count. Absolutely. All right. So anyhow, so you're there. Uh, 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 Cyberknife is uh, just uh, hanging out, uh, kind of relaxing right now before the big event, right? Yeah, well, he schooled this morning in the paddock. He looked terrific. Uh, everybody was watching him. The cameras were flashing, and uh, it's getting exciting. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. And it's going to be a big day of racing, though, tomorrow at uh, Gulfstream. We don't, you know, I mean, obviously the main event, as it should be, is uh, the Pegasus World Cup, a $3 million race. But you got the uh, World Cup turf, you got the World Cup Philly Mare turf, and you got a 
you know, a lot of good competitive races underneath. I mean, the La Previant is a grade three. Uh, the William L. McKnight, a grade three. The Fred W. Hooper, a grade three. The Inside Information, a grade two. Big day of racing, kind of a mirroring something like a, a Breeders' Cup day of racing, right? Well, it is certainly a long day. The Pegasus is the 13th race. I know. So I know. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm not going to ask you about the Pegasus World Cup because obviously we know you where you're, um, not, not only where you're, you're interest lie as far as having a connection with uh, Cyberknife, but also I think you're handicapping as well. He, he is the favorite of the race. Yeah, he's the five to two morning line favorite. Listen, again, he doesn't have a post that you really want to get, but you have to play the cards they deal you. He drew the 10 post. Other horses have won from the 10 post in the past. And uh, if he's that much better, like I think he is, the 10 post won't make a difference. Well, now, let me ask you this. Uh, you've been down there. I, I would imagine that you at least watched the races from Gulfstream yesterday. Certainly, you'll take notes on today as well. But anything down there uh, that would uh, that would you would say as far as basic handicapping uh, principles that uh, you'd have to lean on and say, uh, Gulfstream, you better give this particular handicapping principle a little bit more weight at Gulfstream? Well, it's, it's very hard to win from out of it. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you, you really would have to be forwardly placed. It's tough betting deep closes on the dirt, especially. Uh-huh. Even the turf has been playing speedy, to tell you the truth. And uh, that's just the way the track is now. And uh, again, you know, you have to you have to adjust on the fly. If you sit, if you see things are different during the day, well, then you pull an alternate or whatever you do, uh-huh. and, you know, and and you switch. But you, to, to be a successful handicapper, Ralph, you have to go in with an open mind. You can't go in, you know, just thinking boom, 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 and that's it. You have to be able to adjust. Things change during the day, and uh, that's the best way to be most successful. Uh, ba- then you're just basic, solid handicapping principles that uh, that have uh, been the uh, kind of cornerstone of handicapping uh, throughout the years then. It got me this far. I'm not changing now. <laughs> okay. So now, I yesterday uh, at Gulfstream, uh, you know, we had uh, <clears throat> all the big jocks are checking in with the victories. That's for sure. Jose Ortiz had a couple of wins, and Luis Saez, Gaflion, Irad, Alvarado. Uh, so everybody's checking in and doing their thing. Uh, I believe uh, Irad had a couple of winners, too. So the uh, brothers had uh, two apiece yesterday at Gulfstream. And, and of course... Before we get to the selections today, looking at Saturday's card, since you won't be with us, I know you'll text us a couple of uh, uh, picks for tomorrow at Gulfstream, but in all of the supporting races besides the Pegasus World Cup, is there any one race that you're looking at saying, boy, I really like this horse, and I think he's going to run big? Um, I do. I like a lot of races. Um, I actually like a 15-to-1 shot in the 12th race. Uh, this is uh, the, the turf Pegasus. It's a mile and eighth. And number nine horse in here, decorated invader. Uh, Christopher Clement sends out this horse with Junior Alvarado. He's listed at a ridiculous, ridiculous 15-to-1 on the morning line. He ran super last time out, finishing second at Gulfstream. This is way too big a price. Uh Decorated Invader, very interesting at the price. And that would be race number and horse number? 12, 12, I'm sorry, race 12. And the horse number? Decorated Invader. Oh, you don't have his number in front of you? No, I'm sorry, number nine. Yeah, I'm sorry. that's okay. I apologize. That's all right. I, I, you know, my listeners are saying, "Way to go, Ralph! You, you drag, <laughs> drug another, you drug another pick out from under him." So uh, I, you know, it's a special day, that's for sure. Okay, we'll get started with the, your thoughts about today. Okay, we're going to look at Gulfstream and Aqueduct. Let's do Aqueduct first and look at the sixth race. It's a mile on the main track, uh, twenty five dollars, twenty five thousand dollar claiming event. And I like the number seven horse in here, Cheeky Tico. Uh, this is a four-year-old who graduated the last time out. He was gelded prior to that race, and he ran a new top that day. Mm-hmm. He's uh, trained well since that race. He draws a good outside box. Dylan Davis aboard to ride five to one on the morning line. Number seven, Cheeky Tico makes it two in a row. All right. Sixth race today at Aqueduct. Number seven, Cheeky Tico. 
the seven in the sixth race. At 5-1 to one on the morning line, Jonathan Hardoon's play in the uh, sixth race at Aqueduct, the seven. Dylan Davis, boy, is he riding in his wingham in bunches yesterday. Uh, only eight races on the card, and Dylan Davis scored his fourth win of the day in the first seven races. So you got a hot jockey going for you there, that's for sure. He's, Dave, in, a, he's in his zone, Ralph. He's he, definitely in his zone. Yeah, he sure is. That's for sure. The seven in the sixth race with hot riding Dylan Davis. Okay, Gulfstream? Race five at Gulfstream, seven furlongs on the main track. And I like the number six horse in here, Muggeruza. Muggeruza is a four-year-old filly. Again, this race, void of speed. This horse is going to be forwardly placed. Edgar Perez aboard for Javier Morzan. So low-profile connections will guarantee to keep us somewhat of a price. I like number six, Muggeruza, to win today's fifth race out of Gulfstream. All right, the six, Muggeruza, the six in the fifth race is Jonathan's play at Gulfstream Park, fifth race, number six. Now, Jonathan, today, uh, think, uh, don't think that he's just down there kind of vacationing, waiting for the big day there. He's got uh, sheets for Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oak Lawn, and Santa Anita, right? Correct. At the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. By the way, Ralph, Sunday, don't miss the San Vicente at uh, Santa Anita. Five horses entered, four of them trained by Bob Baffert. <laughs> <laughs> Go. gotta be wrong with this <laughs> that just can't be good <laughs> well, well at least that race does not hold any uh, Kentucky Derby points because if Baffert's going to win it there wouldn't be any points given anyhow but uh, yeah in the San Vicente which is a seven furlong race a great two for three year olds this is kind of almost like a catch up race for horses who are intending to try to get on the Kentucky Derby uh, trail because uh, it's still a one turn and seven furlongs. But you're right. Baffert has uh, have uh, having a meltdown. Four of the five. Four yeah. of the five entries. Yeah, he's got having a meltdown. Faustin. He's got Fort Warren and Gilmore. How they let Ryan Hansen get in with Manchild, I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the case. That's a good one. All right, Jonathan, all I can tell you is just have fun. Have a good time out there. Tell your son and all the connections with CyberKnife. We're wishing the best for them. And uh, we'll just let the cards play out the way they should on the racetrack. Everybody stay safe and get the nice, safe trip for both horse and jockey. That's uh, what we wish you for tomorrow. Thanks a lot, my man. We'll uh, wait I'm for sure your, we'll be in touch. We'll wait for your text. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got it, my man. All right. That takes care of that. <clears throat> Coming up next, we're going to get Rich Hang on. Now, this will be the first time that we've had Richie on the show since the teams made it to the NFL's conference championships. Now, you know, Richie's been doing real good for Pickskin. So we'll get a first blush look at his thoughts for the NFC and AFC championships along with a pick from Santa Anita today. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on Race Day Las Vegas, time to go to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. Well, all I can say, my man, is it's going to be a, a heck of a weekend with the Pegasus World Cup tomorrow and the uh, NFL Conference Championships on Sunday. A lot of great action here in town, that's for sure. Now we got the 49ers and the Eagles squaring off to be the NFC uh, representative in the Super Bowl we got the Bengals and the Chiefs squaring off to be the AFC 
representatives in the Super Bowl. Both these games have tight spreads on them. Of course, the Bengals and the Chiefs are, are going back and forth because of the, uh, of course, the the um, availability of Mr. Mahomes and, and his uh, his ankle. But all in all, uh, these are are set up to be uh, great games. Yeah, the lines are really tight. Uh, I think most people will agree that these are the four best teams in the National Football League. So uh, you're not seeing a, a a big line spread, that's for sure. The uh, game between the 49ers and the Eagles opened up at two and a half. Eagles favored. And that has stayed there, consistent. That hasn't moved even a half a point either way. So uh, yeah. uh, if you like the Eagles, it's minus two and a half. If you like uh, the 49ers, it's plus two and a half. The Bengals line has moved back and forth. It opened up with uh, Kansas City favored by one and a half. Mm-hmm. Quickly, Bengals money just flooded in. Yeah. And in fact, I think the Bengals got as high as uh, Bengals were actually made a two-point favorite. So if people were uh, clairvoyant enough, Ralph, they could have actually uh, created a middle for themselves uh, between the, the, the Kansas City minus one and a half and the Bengals uh, uh, minus two. There, right. there was actually room in there. And uh, I actually have bet this, uh, the two games already, Ralph, on Monday when the lines first came out. Um, I bet a six-point teaser uh, with Cincinnati and San Francisco. So using the six points, uh, that makes the Bengals game for me uh, plus seven and a half. And I'm a 49ers-Eagles, and now I have the 49ers plus eight and a half. So if the games are close, three-point game, Four-point game, six-point yeah. game. Either way, I will win. So yeah. I already put that bid in on Monday. Now, those teasers, obviously, the payoffs are a lot less because they're giving you that uh, wide option of, of having a victory. But uh, that uh, when you get tight games like that, that might be a way of going. That's for sure. It's, it's almost an automatic unless something really goofy happens. But uh, I think right now the perceived health of Mahone's is the key factor in either one of these two matchups right now. I think uh, Hurt is uh, is okay now, and uh, they should be uh, great games, that's for sure. And tomorrow, of course, the big Pegasus World Cup day of racing. I know you have, uh, although you don't have a sheet for that, do you? You don't. You're not doing. No, I, I'm not going to do a Pegasus World Cup sheet, but there's a pretty good chance I'll use one of those races for my uh, simulcast play at the bottom. Yeah, and we all know that you'll, uh, as a race player and a fan of the uh, game, you'll be uh, certainly looking uh, towards uh, that uh, card tomorrow. And of course, your selections for tomorrow at Santa Anita, as well as uh, today and every Southern California day, available at the RacedayLasVegas.com websites. That's for sure. Uh, I'll ask you about the Pegasus World Cup. Uh, tomorrow, uh, at least a thought on mm-hmm. that race, that's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But the Eclipse Awards last night, no surprises, right? No, not really. And, um, you know, I, I did have, I won't call it a beef, but just a comment. I I, I really think that uh, they should allow the winners uh, more than 60 seconds to express their thoughts and their happiness and their congratulations to the people who really helped. I mean, you know, especially the owners, Ralph, as much money as owners put into the game, you know, to to to, tr- to try to pull them off the stage after sixty seconds, it's just not right. <laughs> well, not only not only that, but the 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 industry now is going more towards uh, partnerships, and uh, you know, like uh, big um, uh, conglomerates uh, like uh, you know um, uh, my racehorse and all that. Where if you're gonna get you get all these people up on stage, it takes them more than a minute to all get up on the stage for their one for their moment in 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 the spotlight. After you know they have a obviously an interest in horse racing, they have a passion for it, and they're putting their money up as well. And uh, believe me, it ain't easy to win an Eclipse Award. No, and then you know, and when I go back to the owners, the yeah. investment of money that these guys put in, I mean. Just to be able to, to race a champion is just unbelievable. I mean, just the odds of it are, are not very good. And, uh, you know, John Lindo can comment further on it because he is a horse owner. But uh, it's a great achievement, yeah. and uh, these people should be allowed to celebrate a little better. Yeah, and not to mention the fact it's not like a network television presentation. It was on uh, FanDuel, uh, previously TVG. So, I mean, they have the the opportunity, they have the lib, lib, liberty to go a little bit longer if they want to. But it was it was a, a hell of a presentation. They all did a great job. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the most part, uh, 
all the horses that were expected to win did win. All right, time to get started with uh, let's get a win at Santa Anita today with the selection. Let's go to race number one, Ralph. It's one mile on the grass. The rail's way out at 30 feet. Uh-huh. The two favorites are, tra- are trained by Neil Drysdale. But I tell you, there's an interesting horse making a, a Southern California debut, uh-huh. and that's the number eight. Ridley's major six to one in the morning line. This is actually a, a Chad Brown uh, call, so to speak. Joins the barn of uh, Michael McCarthy, and he gets the champion Canadian jockey Kazushi Kamara to ride. But um, th- this horse has run some good races at uh, uh, Keeneland and Gulfstream and uh, Belmont on the turf. This horse does improve a notch under uh, Michael McCarthy. Six to one's a juicy price. Twenty-five win plays two for the ROI. Number eight, Ridley's major in the first race. All right, the eight-horse Ridley, Ridley's major, who was, as you say, previously trained by Chad Brown, so he's got a good foundation to him, that's for sure. Comes into the barn of Mike McCarthy, who right now uh, is a 16% uh, trainer uh, so far last year and a 11% trainer this year. He knows what he's doing, and we will uh, try to get him in the winner's circle in the opener, 12.30 first post, the eight Ridley's major with the Kazuchi Kimura aboard, the eight in the opener of the first race. Rich Ang selection, 25 win place on the $2 ROI, 2 to win on the 8 in the opener. Gives us a singleton to start out the early pick 5 at Sanita. For the rest, go to racedaylasvegas.com websites, click Richie's icon, and you're all set and ready to go. And uh, Richie, we will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. We're going to wrap it up with John and Jerry, so don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Time to put the finishing touches on this Friday edition of the Race Day Show. We go now to John Lindo standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Doing fine, my man. A couple of things. First of all, we got to remind everybody out there that Golden Gate has a mandatory payoff in their pick six jackpot today, right? Yeah, they've got $54,000 in that pool. They're going to give everything out today, so it's no longer a single ticket. It's just a plain old pick six carryover, and that's a 20-cent wager, so you might want to take a look at Golden Gate today. And, of course, uh, last night's Eclipse Awards, I thought that Jay Pritman's uh, speech and acceptance was outstanding. It was uh, the standard of Jay Pritman's professional life. Well, I'm glad they gave him more than a minute. I mean, uh, (laughs) yeah. It was kind of, I kind of felt bad for some of those connections. I mean, you're not abusing it by wanting to thank a few people and then cutting those guys kind of short. I mean, I understand there's time constraints, but there's a difference between running on and, and, uh, you know, just, just giving them the proper amount of time. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to, uh, thank the shoe shine guy, maybe it is time to start playing the music, but otherwise, and like I said, with all of these partnerships and all that, there's a lot of people up there and a lot of people to thank. Absolutely, yeah. But uh, it was nice to see Jay get get honored, and you know, career achievement. That that's a that's a pretty cool honor. It sure is. That's for sure, and deservedly, and then some. That's for sure. As uh, great uh, as he was in the sport uh, which he covered, he is uh, a better person too. He's a really nice, good guy. So we wish him all the best in retirement, and I know his interest will stay in racing somewhere along the line. That's for sure. All I can tell you is, uh, uh, John, we got a horrible trip in the play that you gave <laughs> oh, out yesterday, and I'm, that horse is already on my horses to watch and bet back list. 
Yeah, they they yeah, our horse got sitting in right behind the speed on the tapita and the 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 door never opened. They closed the door, locked the key and threw away the key. So, uh one of those trips that, you know, you just shake your head and uh very live horse got bet down to 3 to 1. I thought he was best and we'll have to try him again next time. And that is in the 8th race yesterday Gulfstream horse was O Darlin. Uh, had a troubled trip, still managed to finish third. And uh, all I can say is there's an old saying, all dressed up and no place to go fitted him just perfectly. That's for sure. All right. Uh, they did something to the main track that we should be aware of t- today at uh, Santa Anita on the off days? Well, just beware. You know, with all that rain, they were they had sealed it a number of times. So they kind of deep renovated it uh, after training on Monday, uh, kind of dug it up a little bit and rotated and mixed everything back together. So uh we have uh, haven't seen any racing since they've redone it. I don't know if the track will play any different, uh-huh. but just keep an eye on it and see if a, a speed bias comes up or maybe you have to be on the outside. Uh we'll we'll just have to play it as it comes. Couple jocks getting a one day Heisa bench time. Frankie Dettori is sitting out today. He's in Florida for for the uh World Cup car tomorrow, but he won't ride today anywhere. Same thing with Victor Espinosa. He has today off thanks to the he's a whip suspension violation. And a couple of jocks uh, participating on a daily basis in Southern California off for engagements otherwise. Right. You've got uh, Dettori and Mike Smith will be at the Pegasus World Cup tomorrow. Then you've got Flavian Pratt and Johnny Velasquez. They're down at uh, Oakland for the uh, the $750,000 Southwest Stakes. Uh, two good mounts for those guys there. So that's a race to keep an eye on, too. And what about the update on jockey and trainer standings? Your leading jockey at Santa Anita, Juan Hernandez, 19 winners. Frankie Dettori and Edwin Maldonado, they're second with eight. And uh, John Velasquez right behind those, that pair. He's got seven. As far as the trainers go, Bob Baffert, your leader, 12 wins. Uh, Doug O'Neill is second with eight. And then you have Mark Lett with seven. And the winning favorites? Favorites are still below normal, 29% for the meet. All righty. Nice to hear that, that's for sure. Okay, we will uh, take a look at uh, participation on the main track today to see if there's any changes in what might be considered a bias. But we have uh, eight races. First post time is 12.30. John Lendo's Lendo Report covering all the races. It's suggested late pick four. And, of course, all the goody information at the bottom is all on one comprehensive sheet. The Lendo Report available only in one place here in Las Vegas. And it is free of charge compliments at the South Point Racebook because they love locals. John, a pick. Okay, uh, not, not much meat on the bone on this card. I'm just going to go with a, a, a late pick four single today. Let's go to race number six. Mm-hmm. Number four, me Armano Ramon, I thought was really impressive breaking his maiden first time out of Del Mar. That was a fast race. Uh, he ran faster than the stakes race for two-year-olds that day. Gets LASIK for the first time. I think he'll love the downhill course. He's got some tactical speed. you got Kamura riding with Pratt out of town. Two to one on the morning line. If you can get that, you take it. Number four, me, Hermano Ramon, race number six, Santa Anita. All right, sixth race, Santa Anita. The four is the key uh, pick for John Lindo today. The four in the sixth race. Get the rest right now. The Lindo Report at the uh, South Point. Got to remind everybody out there, John has two big sheets coming up tomorrow. The entire card at Santa Anita and the entire card at Gulfstream. Two Lindo Reports tomorrow. Right, John? Yeah, and then we'll also look at that coast-to-coast pick five. That's back tomorrow, too. Ooh, doggy. All right. Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. Good luck today. All right, Jerry Jackowitz, good morning. Good morning, Ralphie. All right, uh, my man. You gave us a nice uh, play at uh, Aqueduct yesterday and uh, got the job done in the uh, sixth race with the winner there, Prisoner. And uh, for the most part, um, well, you gave us the exacta, too, but uh, for the most part, um, kind of a... Well, there was no exacta because... The, right, right. The horse that ran second, there the, was no exacta. The exacta I gave out was in the third race was the reverse. Yeah, the, re- the reverse. And then in the sixth race, they scratched down. But we we got 480 in a three-horse field. Yeah. And that's actually that's actually pretty good value. Yeah, and know? and the uh, third uh, third race, the reverse, the uh, winner paid four eighty two. It was really it, you couldn't get really find any real big prices on the day. It was uh, short fields and all that stuff. Uh, the only exception was the uh, seventh race on the card with a fourteen dollar winner. That was the way far the highest price of the day. But Dylan right. Davis, man, four wins yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, in the third race, our reverse exacta did pay 10 to 1. So it was actually, yeah. again, we got a little bit of value on that uh, kind of skinny price. I I'm, I'm, was kind of pleased with it. Yeah, well, I mean, getting so, that kind of value on a skinny price like that is a, right. is a home run. All right. Well, today, the power pages for both Santa Anita and Aqueduct available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com, and he's going to give us a couple of picks. 
Yeah, absolutely. Let's go uh, to Aqueduct. We're a fast track today. We'll take race number six. We'll take Salute to America. That's the two horse in the sixth race. Um, we'll play the two with the four, five, and six and do reverses. Um, just just a really, again, a good-looking horse who ran, ran well in the slop but really doesn't like the slop and looks to me like an improvement cycle, dropping back down for a really good trainer. Got Manny Franco up. I like the two a lot in race number six. All right, you and Jonathan landed in the same race again, so I got a Sirocco play. You like the two. Salute to America, your key horse, and the link-ups you have are four, five, and six in reverse. Jonathan came with the seven, Chiquitico. Huh. The seven. Great add in. That's yeah. part of my play now. Okay, so we're gonna here's the play. Two over four, five, six, seven, and reverse. Two dollar ROI two on the two. And of course, uh, mine will be the box of the two seven over four five six. And that of course in the sixth race at Aqueduct. Sanita? I, I love it. It's the advantage of a great mo- a great handicapping mine. I'm adding them into my play and I just love doing that. That's okay, right. let's go to race four at, at uh, Santa Anita for our second play, Ralph. Okay. Number one, point and shoot. First time out, uh had a lot of trouble. Second time out, um and ran well. Second time out, again had trouble, caught the wrong surface. Switches from the nine post to the one post, switches from Herrera to Desormo. Des- a lot of interesting stuff here. If we get four to one on the one horse, we're in play here. I'll take the one in the fourth race, played over the two, five, six, eight, and nine. Do reverses. That's the one over the two, five, six, eight, and nine. I have two low, uh, low value um, V horses with big prices. I'm getting them into the play. Not like the ones over the weekend that won, which were high value, you know, high PPNs. These are low PPNs. But I love the one. In race number four. All right, fourth race, the one and uh, five horse spread uh, for the link ups. Numbers two, five, six, eight, and nine. One over two, five, six, eight, nine, and reverse. Two dollar ROI, two to win on the one in the fourth. So uh, let's see. Richie Ang gave me a horse in the first race. You gave a horse in the fourth. So I got two singletons in the early pick five at Santa Anita today. Let's see if we can connect the rest of those dots. That's for sure. And uh, with a big day tomorrow coming up, Pegasus World Cup, and a big weekend with the football and all that good stuff. And finally, uh, no rain expected on the weekend, just a little cold, but always fast, firm, and perfect in the books. Tomorrow morning, we'll start on our weekday time, start time at 8 a.m. One more thing to say, and you're going to say it, Jerry. Have a great, great day, everybody.